Warning, this podcast contains adult language, mature situations, Yakuza loan sharks, schoolgirls with psychic abilities to, to control animals, easily manipulated boys, police dogs, MAC-10s, dognack bijongs, and bears. Listener discretion is advised. If I talk to the animals, just imagine it. Talking to a chimp in chimpanzee. I love to talking to a tiger. Rapping with a rabbit. What a happy habit that would be if I could talk to the animals. Learn our languages. Maybe take an animal degree. I'd study elephant and eagle, oh. buffalo and beagle, yeah. alligator, guinea pig and flea. Scratch the flea. I'd learn to parleyboo avec my food. With my GNU. Your GNUDO would expand. And if they asked me, can you handle Afghan? Yes, say. I have can. You'd get a hand. If I conferred with my furry friends, man to animal, there would be no animosity. If I could walk with the animals, talk with the animals, grunt and squeak and squawk with the animals, and they could talk to me. I can speak your language fluently. Now I can walk with the animals, talk to the animals, grunt and squeak and squawk with the animals, and they can talk to me. Episode 156, Hostage Situation Averted by Heroic Aminals. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Monger Review, the podcast providing information and reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, buongiorno, and what's up? Yes, we're back for another fun-filled episode. And I know we missed an episode of the movie review last week, but that's because we do have a little bit of some bad news, unfortunately. Uh, Timbo's fiance, uh, her mother... Um, well, passed away, so it's gonna take, you know. So their thing is, so send your condolences to Timbo. I mean, it's gonna be a rough time for him and his future wife, and I hope they're all right. So, long story short, unfortunately, Timbo had to deal with that situation, and I ended up going to a wake and watching as he had to take care of his fiance. I mean, it's a tough situation to lose your parent. I wouldn't know, but you know, I can just only imagine how bad it is. But don't worry, we're gonna record another episode. But and I pray for them and hope everything's good. I know that you're like, wait, we don't want to hear about your religious mumbly jumbly. We want to hear about manga, especially for a manga podcast. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. We're usually not like this, just it's a lot of information. Uh, you can find any of our early episodes at www.sparkin.com. You can email us, sparkin at gmail.com. You can email me at zansparkin.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and all this information is on our show notes. We have an Amazon store at amazon.com forward slash shops forward slash spirakin. It is on the show notes so you can see it. Check out some books and DVDs we're selling. It's stuff we actually have reviewed, and I'm trying to get rid of it because I have piles and piles and piles of manga, and all the money does not go to me. It goes back into the podcast. I'm trying to buy some new microphones, a new mixer, and some new wiring. So see what you can do. I mean, we got to get some better quality sound, and also it'll help us release more podcasts because I don't have to work as much. But enough of me begging and pleading for money and telling you all the specifics and that you can email me at zanspirekin.com. Let's get right into the manga, shall we? Yes, so if you remember from the last episode of the Spirekin Manga Review, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga! 
sent Dictate Unto Me that I'll be reviewing a manga this week that is written by Maikami Takeshi. This is the guy who wrote, actually, Hoshi no Ken, Kung Fu Tao, and Breakshot. Yes, so he does a lot of shonen stuff. And this is surprisingly shonen, even though it doesn't feel like it. It was published by Shonen Magazine Monthly and surprisingly has not been released over here. Actually, I don't see why it hasn't, honestly. Uh, came out 2005. Is only three volumes. It's a supernatural shonen series. And the title for this manga is AS for Animal Sense. Yes, it's about animals. Animals. It's the story of a young girl whose name is Hoshiro Fuzuki. And she's the daughter of two veterinarians who are never at home. She's constantly left alone. And she hangs out with her neighbor, Shimura Sho. And when she was a little girl, she was swinging on the swing set one day. And she looked as a bird was walking by. And she thought to herself, I wonder what it would be like to fly. And as she thought this, suddenly she's looking through the bird's eyes. And she's like, what the heck? I'm looking at myself. Wait, I've become the bird. And the bird suddenly flies. And she's like, oh, God, we're flying. It's oh, so scary. And she closes her eyes and opens it. She's back in her body. It's like, what the heck? So she runs up to show who's a lot older than her, and he's almost her babysitter and her neighbor, and she kind of has a little crush on him, and he believes her. But when she goes home, immediately everyone looks at her like she's crazy. Like, she's like, I flew like a bird. I was looking through her eyes and this and that, and they think that, oh, you're just being a little kid. You're just being imaginative. And she completely forgets about this. So then let's fast forward to when she's 15 years old. She just started school, and she's sitting in class one day, and she looks around. And she sees a cat climbing the window who's really mean and rude. And as she's looking at it, suddenly she's looking through the cat's eyes. And the cat moves, and she's clinging on the tree, and the, it's looking at a bird about to jump at it. And she's saying, don't jump! And he stops. As he's jumping out to catch the bird, he stops catching and lands on his feet. And she freaks out. Everyone thinks she's crazy. She's like, what the heck? And so she tests this theory, and she discovers that she has the ability to psychically control animals. She sees through their eyes. And she's also able to manipulate them to do what she wants them to do. And the first time she uses this to her advantage, she's able to actually stop a purse thief from stealing this old lady's bag full of money by using her little dog, Snoopy, who's a little beagle. So it's kind of cool that she has the ability to control this ability. And what type of wacky hijinks can she get into with this magical ability? And you think, okay, this is going to be an awesome series. You have a girl who can control animals, and she stops criminals. Maybe this will be like a crime drama, like a futuristic Scooby-Doo or something like that, right? Wrong. The whole manga is just one fucking case. It's just that incident, and then the rest of it is literally a fucking one story. It's like a movie where you have, okay, here's the origin, and let's throw it right into the movie, and then that's it. It completely lets you down. So, let's get into what the little story is. What occurs in this narrative is that after she finds out she goes to the zoo, she discovers she has all these bugs. She control a bunch of animals, only one at a time, but she can jump from body to body. She doesn't have to see him, so if she's running with a beagle and she sees a bird, she can jump from the beagle's mind to the bird's mind. She doesn't have to be in physical sight. But once she stops thinking about it, she loses that connection, which kind of sucks. But as she's going to school, her parents have a client this family who's very wealthy they're very wealthy and they own this little dog who they call mary chan and the family is the ozu family they're really rich and mary chan is their essentially their daughter because they're impudent or some other stuff so you know you know it's that type of family where they can't have kids so they buy a dog and their dog has everything and when they die they're going to leave all the shit to the dog because they're crazy it's like that and 
their dog has disappeared. They're freaking out about it. They're saying, oh, you got to help us find it. you got to help us find it. And they're freaking out. Her parents are too busy to even listen to her. Or just, and so she ignores it, goes to school. And one of her classmates, this kid named Kurosawa, doesn't show up. It's kind of weird. He's not home. And it turns out that his family has money problems. His dad has money, money problems. And his dad owes money to the Yakuza, specifically this guy named Mizoguchi, who his higher-ups told him, you need to get us this money or else we're going to kill you. So he has pressure from his bosses, and he is trying to muscle in this guy Kurosawa's dad to give him money because he's broken. And ironically, Kurosawa found Mary-chan, and he actually originally wanted to keep her because she's a cute little dog. But he's like, hey, there's a sign for a, a reward. I could just give her back and then maybe get 20 bucks. I could actually have a little bit something to help Dad out. only problem is that as he's saying this to himself, Mizuguchi hears him. And they decide, we're going to dognap this dog. You're going to take care of him, and you help your family out. But then, all that money goes to us. You're going to get as much as you can. So he's their patsy. And from there, it turns into this huge, big setup where, you know, you have all the characters trying to find out what happened. And then, Fuzuki becomes involved in this because she sees him one day outside of the Yakuza building. What the hell? Why is he going into a loan shark building? And she follows him, and then she gets caught and then it's oh they have to escape and they use the dog to escape they get the dog to run away but then they're still going to ransom them then they're going to kill them and then all this thrown in with the fact that show who i talked about earlier the babysitter guy is now lieutenant in the dog training force for the police so and he knows about her ability because earlier on she revealed her ability to him and saved a kid who was drowning even though she doesn't like the heights so it's this whole bizarre shit but now it's he's trying to save her and all this crazy shit is happening it's a very you know, it's a high-stress, high-tense situation, but it just, after a while, it's like three volumes of this, and each one's like 200 pages, it kind of just wears on you. You want something new. You want something fresh. The art is really good for the animals. All the animals are so detailed and amazing. It's, characters are kind of drawn in that old-school style where they're kind of animated, but they're a little bit realistic. They look really good, but the animals are amazing. It's such detail, and you, they have this look of, like, if someone was actually sketching an animal and you could tell what they are, you could tell it's a bichon, it's a German shepherd, that it's a deer, that it's a raccoon, that it's a crow. You could see all these animals and it's really amazing how they're drawn. The only issue, though, is the story does not hold up. I mean, if it was two volumes and you went to something else, yeah, it'd be amazing. But three volumes of, okay, we got to wait. She's got to run around. She's going to go into a rat. Okay, the rat's running away. He's going to bring the note. Oh, no, the police aren't there. What's she going to do? So now she's going to wait and wait and switch to another animal. Oh, no, she fell asleep. Now they're not going to find her. Oh, no. It got really fucking boring. Really fucking boring. Overall, it's an interesting story. The ending is predictable. I mean, it's a 2005 manga, but still, just great idea. Very, very, very poor execution. It's really poor execution. I mean, I thought it would have been brilliant. It wasn't. Let me down so much. The art is the only saving grace for this manga. And I was really debating about giving this a take it to a priest, purify it, burn it, and then piss on the ashes. It was that bad. But the story kind of, the, the concept saved it and the art style saved it. So I'm going to give it our second rating, which is typical reading material at your local correction facility or psychiatric institute. Because it is kind of a fucking crazy concept and it's not that great, but it's okay. It's not even middle of the ground. It's eh. If you disagree with me, email me, zanspirekin.com, and I'll debate about this with you for hours. But we just got to figure out what we're going to do with it. I mean, it's just whatever. The series is just so... 
Anyway, enough of this. We're done. I can read other shit soon once we've done the part we're all waiting for. But remember, you can check us out at www.spyrokin.com. You can email me at spyrokin at gmail.com. Uh, Zan at spyrokin.com. I'm on Facebook, Twitter. I'm on Xbox Live. And like I said, we have a store on Amazon. Amazon.com forward slash shops forward slash Spyrokin. Check out any of the books, pick one, and here's the deal. If you buy something and you message me on the email that I just bought this, I will send you a personalized letter with your name and all this stuff and do it all nice and cool. And I'll draw a picture for you. And I may throw in a button, too, because we do have some buttons that I've been working on. I may give them out at Anime Next or at New York Comic Con. We'll see. But I digress. So let's get to that part you've been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga. Exceptional substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What I've done is I've assigned a manga to each one of the slots. So what we're going to do is we're going to spin that one, that only, that Wheel of Manga. When our normal lands on the tour review in the next episode of episode 157. So let's spin and see what we're reviewing in the next episode. Number two. So, in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, we're going to be reviewing a manga by Reki Kawahara, which is based on a light novel. There's actually a bunch of anime, DVD, video game apparently, and a lot of other things. What am I talking about? I am talking about Excel World. So, so I guess that's it for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. Remember, check us out at the website, leave us some notes uh, on iTunes, well and we catch you guys next time. I'm your host, Zahn, and I'm Gonsville. There are several other very important differences between human beings and animals that you should know about. Show you 
Channel. 